here folks uh you're listening to homophilia the world's uh, preeminent simpsons podcast uh here on uh, chicago radio uh, we don't claim to my be name is ira glass we don't claim to be the first we don't claim to be the we worst. don't claim to be the last <laughs> we don't claim to be the second we don't we, we claim to be the best we claim to be the best <laughs> and the biggest the I this country hear, has to offer i hereby challenge any other simpsons theme podcast to a fist to fight, a fist fight. <laughs> to sharks and sharks to and meet jets me style. in the octagon. There is only one way to prove whose podcast is best, and that's to go outside and fight each other in the streets. That's literally be in a street, or it doesn't count. Oh, I yeah. said the octagon. Octagon, an octagon-shaped street. Just any <laughs> octagon. Two people. Okay, near a stop sign. Yeah. Two near, podcasts near an octagon. <laughs> near near an any octagon. Opti- if you can find an octagon in your eye eye shot of where we are, it counts. Easy on a street. Easy. There's one every couple of blocks. It's yeah. called a stop sign. Get yeah, over it. I know, but we're not going to get over it. We're not going to stop. We're not going to stop. Two two podcasts. Two metal chains. <laughs> <laughs> one TV. One TV connected to both. <laughs> We is t- it tug of war? It's a tug no. of war. No. No. The first person to get hit tug in the, the head. Tug of war of the world. Tug of war of the world. Tug worlds. of war and peace. What a what a cool name for a sport. Tug this of is a war, war of tugging. <laughs> war of tugging. <laughs> that, you, that, that was an I Olympic that sport. sport. In oh, like yeah. 1912, tug of war was an Olympic sport. They didn't have a lot going on back then. No. Uh, the, the industrial the, revolution was happening, but it hadn't really become accessible to the people. So you still just you did the tug of war. Yeah. What's the most exciting thing that you could think of in 1912? A war of An tugs. Irish president. <laughs> An Irish president. <laughs> war of tugs. <laughs> could you imagine? Someday. Someday. Can you imagine an Irish Catholic president someday? We got there. We did. And then we <laughs> shot him. Oh, God. Oh, God. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> but uh it used to happen more what then presidents got shot statistically oh, yeah. it used to happen way more than yeah. it does now like a bunch of them in a row for a while in the 60s and 70s <laughs> yeah yeah got almost did or did reagan got shot and he just like yeah. shrugged it off yeah that man was built like that a man was mostly like lincoln continental he was just like just like you could crash it it was fourth <laughs> by the end of his presidency he was mostly lincoln continental very difficult to park oh yeah yeah he, like, the thing is just huge fourth. can on that yeah. guy <laughs> huge, what a dumper huge drunk on that guy <laughs> <laughs> built like a lincoln continental that's <laughs> funny just, you, could, you could smash that thing up and back then cars didn't crumple no, you know now yeah. the car the cars get destroyed, so you don't. But back then the cars would stay yeah. intact, and Honestly, it would just jostle you so bad you turn into viscera. He was, inside he was like so indestructible. Like HW, just for a hobby, used to like slap him around. Yeah. <laughs> he had a blackjack in him. Yeah. <laughs> HW would carry around a blackjack in the White House. It just showed like international dignitaries how you could slap. Slap Reagan around, unfazed like a golden retriever. On the like outside, it was fine, him. but inside it scrambled him yeah, up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Was... What happened to you? I got jostled into viscera. Yeah, I got was... jostled into viscera. That's I was like, why I like, got mushy upstairs. That's like, <laughs> like the, uh, we had gr- golden retrievers growing up, and like they're like the most indestructible <laughs> dog. Like my my one golden retriever 
would like forget why he was walking down the hallway and whip around and just smack his head <laughs> on the wall and it like completely unfazed. Uh, like or, or one would get so wound up he would just fall all the way down the stairs, <laughs> never one scratch like that. I like dogs that that you can. I don't know, like really wrestle and stuff. Yeah. Cause like little dogs, it, sometimes like, you push a little dog, like you're playing with it and you're like, Oh, I've hurt yeah. this little dog. Big dog. Like, I like a dog. You can really yeah. like, a wall, wrestle like, around as, as a nine year old wrestling. A golden retriever <laughs> is like the most fun I've ever had in my life. Yeah, you're not going to hurt it. No, it's going to hurt you. It's yeah. going to hurt you. Yeah. My parents' dog is half golden retriever and it's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. They're like, <laughs> the, 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 yeah. But like, my favorite thing as a nine-year-old was getting attacked by a dog as big as me. <laughs> it's, it's crazy. My parents' dog is half golden retriever and half poodle, which is so, I, like the golden doodle is a very popular dog. Yeah. But whose idea was that? They're mm-hmm. like, I've got this poodle. I got this golden retriever. <laughs> Have you ever seen a real poodle? Yeah, they're, they're huge, and they're not nice. They're not nice. They're huge. Like a like a normal poodle is yeah. as big as a golden retriever. Yeah, they're not small dogs. Poodles are mean dogs. I don't. Uh, most most friendly. most like dogs that are bred to be small or or skinny or weird looking, like <laughs> or unique looking. I guess is the, what they're bred to be. They're <laughs> freaking weird. Because have you ever seen a miniature greyhound? I whippet? have not. I have not seen. A <laughs> they're called whippets. <laughs> I'm not kidding. Really? It, yeah, a whippet is uh, a greyhound. It looks just like a greyhound, but it's like the size of a uh, like a terrier. Yeah. They're crazy dogs. Those things are weird. Yeah. I love, I don't, like, I don't, I don't know, I've never met a Dalmatian in my life, but that's just one breed of dog, like, I've heard, it's like, oh, that's, a, those are, those are not nice dogs. <laughs> no, no, they're, they're mean dogs, they're, my uncle had one, like, I was scared about it. I guess yeah, it's I, okay my, to be prejudiced about certain types of I dogs. I had a, uh, <laughs> my, those my, are mean dogs. Those are mean dogs. <laughs> my, my aunt and uncle had a Dalmatian, and it was a nice dog, but it was just so freaking slobbery. It was one of the most slobbery dogs I've ever seen in my life. It wasn't, like, mean. It was definitely big, and it was definitely strong, and it definitely just, like, yeah, keep everywhere. doing that right into them. Yeah, these dude. beautiful mics. <laughs> That's that what we, I'm gonna do. We're we're recording on new mics. We are recording on new mics. And, well, you guys are. I've always, I've always are, I've always had a the good. The bad mic. noises are crispier <laughs> yeah. than they've ever been. First thing that Darren does on our new beautiful podcast, professional mics, is do the most disgusting mouth sounds we can think of. I truly would turn off a podcast. Yeah, so yeah. We just lo- we just lost we just lost three of our eight listeners. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, one car accident could take out our whole listenership (laughs) one uh, one one ronald reagan sized car accident (laughs) a car accident uh, a car the size of ronald reagan that could take out our whole listenership it's crazy that michael showalter was like all right i'll do the prequel and sequel series but i have to do a lot of ronald reagan stuff (laughs) he's just like looking in the mirror like i look like ronald reagan i have to do what did people like about Wet Hot American <laughs> Summer. I think they liked uh, us playing the president. <laughs> so let's let's have me be Reagan, and then you, <laughs> you other Michael, Michael Ian, you be H W. <laughs> what a crazy! I like. I haven't watched the prequel and sequel series since they came out, and I liked They're them great. a lot. But what a what a nutso thing! I they were so good. I loved them both. I gotta go back and rewatch. Yeah. This. Uh, I binged. I like they came out and I watched them in one sitting. Yeah, and then I haven't watched them again. I the when the first one came out, uh, t- uh, whatever, uh, the prequel, 
uh, I watched – there's like eight episodes. I watched all seven like three times before the last one because I was like, I am enjoying this so much I don't want it to end. What a treat. <laughs> so I, I watched the first seven episodes three times before I watched the they finale. They did a prequel and they did a sequel, but when are they going to do a squeakle? A squeakle. Everybody should knows more this. movies have a squeakle? More movies should have a squeakle. The Godfather 2, the squeakle. The squeakle. The Godfather. The Godfather 3, chipmunk. That's that's one thing. Chipwrecked. 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 Chipmunks. Monks. Chipmunks. And they, they think of how silence. Yeah. yeah, yeah <laughs> they it. shave the top of their head. Yep. They get some robes. Alvin and the Chipmunks the chip for monks. Badge of Silence. Badge of Silence. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'd watch that movie. I'd watch that movie. Three Ninjas 2. Badge of Silence. <laughs> the, what I'm noticing about the like movie properties in the 90s was they, they always went one movie more <laughs> than they should. Yes. And then they would do that. Like, once there's a stinker. Now they're the franchise is ruined. But what they used to do in the nineties was was have one that nobody's ever heard of. Like even if even if uh like Doctor Doolittle was your favorite movie, you've never heard of Million Dollar Mutt. But that movie exists. Well, I think there was like something to be said for like DVD releases or straight <laughs> yeah, to video releases that just, does not exist they anymore. Just let like well, uh, I wish that that still happened because there are some truly horrendous. I mean, movies. it's the same thing. Like we wa- we we've watched we've watched a lot of bad movies, but like that's like all the Mary Kate Nashley movies. Movies, yeah. like all the bad ones they were just made like which one did we watch this weekend billboard dad, billboard dad. <laughs> what an incredible and i watched movie. i watched passport to paris a couple weeks ago billboard dad that movie was mostly about the dad that movie was about a, a billboard dad and uh, yeah, i no explanation is needed about what that means that dad he was a billboard dad. Him billboard dad and at one point this lady runs up to mary kate nash and goes you're billboard's dad's kids <laughs> you're billboard's dad's kids you're famous you're billboard's dad's kids oh what? my god are you what? Billboard's dad's kids? Don't talk. One, don't talk to strange kids on the street. And two, what do you mean? You know, how do you recognize these two girls as Billboard's their, dad's kids? You recognize these girls from their dad? Their from their dad, dad being on a billboard? Their dad being on a horny billboard. You based recognize on, these two children from their dad being on a horny billboard. Based on your dad being on a billboard, are you his kids? Your dad's that horny guy from, who's trying to get laid off of a billboard, right? They are the ones who... Put the dad on the billboard. They, they recognized that their dad had a bunch of pent up uh, sexual sexual aggression. <laughs> yeah, they though they these were two of the most perceptive twelve year old uh, uh, girls that I've ever seen. They looked at their dad and said, "What does he need? He needs to get some of that, but not pussy. butter. <laughs> yeah, he needs to get some pussy." Yeah. It is crazy how so Mary Kate and Ashley were nine years old and in love with a twenty-five-year-old model. That was that was the most upsetting part of that movie. Is it like, always is that? I mean, she, anything told from their perspective, you know, seen through like a lens is fucking weird. Yeah, it's like she so was clearly full-on horny for a full-grown man at the pool. <laughs> it's like it's very clear, like a bunch of adult men are in charge of these things, and they're just like, all right. The, what do the little girls want in this Dick. movie? <laughs> what do they, they love want? this guy. They love this guy. They're boy crazy and they kids. know it. <laughs> I love it's I don't know why every like they're they made all these movies and they had to explicitly say like in this in this one these two twin girls they're going to let you know right off the bat they're boy crazy. <laughs> I know. What? They're they're like 4th or 5th grade age probably yeah. in that movie. I remember being in 4th grade and like 
maybe having a crush, but I don't think any of, I don't think the girls in my class were boy crazy. And I don't think the boys in my class were girl crazy. It was I was just, mostly bug crazy at that I, point. Yeah, I was like, <laughs> I loved the dirt. Yeah. I loved, <laughs> I loved the, the dirt. I, my hobbies in that, at that point in my life included making a mess. I want like, <laughs> I was excited stuff that I to shouldn't like, play trading cards yeah. somewhere. <laughs> throw a, uh, stand in my backyard and throw a ball against my house and see if I could catch it before. Do you ever throw balls on the roof and let them roll down and yes. try and catch some with your friends? Yeah. Noel, well, just you, you, you had me until the the last part of that sentence. We did like a game. It was like similar to like five hundred or you know yeah, you played five hundred yeah. with the football. I did that we did it with myself. like a roof. How do you yeah. play five hundred again? You, there's Jackpot. one person who's the thrower, and you call right. you, you call the number, and whoever catches it gets that points. And then once right. you get a certain number of points, you could be the thrower. But we did that with the uh, roof. I remember push? You're pushing people. Oh yeah, the way that's why we did we the roof. That as adults. That's why we did the roof version in like the like the the jackass Bam Margera spirit because we did like full contact so while the ball was like rolling slowly down the roof you could like body check people and stuff it got messy we we played a game that uh, you can't like the the name of it now is yes. is inappropriate you can replace the old name with pick them up mess them up that's the new that's game. the new game that's the new one okay because i like i don't even know if i knew what being gay was at that point right. at this point right, and right, we just right. played that game yes. it was like the person with the ball, you got to hit them as hard as you can. Yeah. <laughs> that was the whole point yeah, of the game. What a, top top number one, kids. number one most homophobic games we've never understood. Number one on that list, one hundred percent for all the youth of America is definitely that game. Yeah, now called pick them up. Now called pick them up. I'm glad up. that I'm glad that there's a new name for it, and yes. I'm glad that kids are still playing it. Yes, because <laughs> the only rule is you want the ball, but then you, it, I desperately <laughs> wanted to have the ball, but as soon as I did, yeah. You, Things are going to turn out bad. Yeah, it's not for good you. for you. Yeah. It's not good. For I can't you. wait till I get the ball, but I know I'm going to get the shit kicked out of yeah. me when I have it. And you like it. You're supposed to. <laughs> You're supposed but to. getting the shit kicked out of you gives you the green light to sh- kick the shit out of somebody else. Right. So yeah. it's all you know. Yeah. It's it's very it's very uh, it's a free market. Yeah, uh, free market violence. I guess <laughs> free market. Yeah. <laughs> I remember there. I don't know equal what. opportunity violence. Equal opportunity <laughs> violence. <laughs> I don't remember what. What, what like what when in the year this happened but there was one point in the year where my neighbor down the street and like his older brother and his older brother's friends were like oh yeah once a year at this time we um it's like just the thing we do every year where we dig all these like little holes like in the dirt on the side of the house and we like make all these little garages for like our little tiny cars and so we make all these like dirt coves for these like little hot wheels or whatever it was like they spend a lot of time doing it there's they were like older than me and i was like is this what is this what you do when you get to be in fifth grade like once one week per year you go dig a bunch of holes for your hot wheel cars on the side of the house and then a couple years later i was like I've, I've never seen anyone else do that, and I don't know what they were doing. <laughs> wow! They were like, it's, they were like, they would get excited before, and they're like, oh, it's almost time to dig it's these little holes to put our hot wheels cars here. here and dig our hot wheels holes. <laughs> they would really what? just make all these little like little dirt driveways for hot wheel cars. I had a cousin who like we found at a garage sale. We found these like foot tall rubber. Uh, uh, they were like a stretch Armstrong, but they were just they were hard rubber. They didn't stretch. Uh, WWF figures, mm-hmm. so uh, it wasn't quite an action figure. It was just uh, 
uh, yeah, it was just like ball material <laughs> molded into the shape of a man. <laughs> and our favorite thing was to like hide behind a bush and th- hurl them into the yard, or into the road <laughs> and watch cars run over because they were like indestructible toys. We're like, all right, here, he's come, come, come. And like skid it out into the road and watch it get run over by a car. I feel, it's my favorite hobby. I feel, okay, I feel bad about this. I'm just remembering this now. I was really drunk in New York uh, on St. Mark's Place and there was like a toy like um, – dirt devil like a hand vacuum yeah it was like a toy plastic one mm-hmm. and i saw it on the street and i was hammered as shit and someone was like devin what is that and i was like i don't know and i kicked it as hard as i could into traffic and <gasps> a, a cab whipped into it and it exploded <laughs> <laughs> like i kicked it right into a moving cab with the cab like like skidded on the brakes it just burst into uh, we were i was like oh shit we got like we ran away i was hammered we were drunkenly walking around in ann arbor when i was in college and somebody it looked like somebody had like finished a 30 rack and just thrown the box in the in the on the sidewalk and my friend ran up and kicked it and there was a a, a concrete block no. in the box they Someone, meant to do they that they meant to do that and he broke like two toes it was fucking crazy somebody did that's a lesson for yeah, somebody don't i don't know what stuff. don't kick stuff when or check it first my, my sister loved mary kate and ashley also when we were little yeah and we went to family video one time and whenever we went to the video store we each got to rent one and my parents rented one my sister came down from her room she had rented some mary kate movie like bedtime sleepover or some right. shit. And she's like, Mom, I don't think this is Mary Kate and Ashley Old. <laughs> and my mom went up and it was like it was like lesbian porn that had the same name as this oh Mary Kate. God. And they switched the DVDs. <laughs> and my like, this the family video family video gave my like six year old sister fucking lesbian porn. Wow. Family video was the the video store we would go to a lot. And I remember like in ninth grade, hang out with my friends and being like, it's crazy that there's a porn section at yeah. this family video. Isn't it? Yeah. Like, what a wild Like, the thing. whole back room porn section? Yeah. Can you imagine, that, like, my friend, my roommate, Mike, his older sister worked there, and she's like, the people that come in, Ugh. like, because at that time, the internet was already, you know, like, in full swing, and porn was everywhere. <laughs> yeah. So, like, the, the people going to the store to rent porn were, like... <laughs> Just people so on the fringe of society they can't do they can't the internet the, or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like a few, even like yeah, a, a few. Back mi- in my day, you had to go to the woods online and find it in a tree stump. <laughs> www.treestump.com. <laughs> find somebody's leftover porn. A few miles away from here, uh, for those of you who don't know, we're, we're, we're relatively near uh, like a pretty industrial area of, of Detroit right here. But a few miles away from where we're at right now, there's like a big like truck area. And of course, what comes with truck stops in De- in this in in this in this area is those weird like porno book theater yeah. things. But it's just like this always this building. I've never looked closely enough to understand what it is. And then uh, somebody was like, yeah, that's one of those porn theaters where it's like uh, it's it's a just sit at the red light by that and look at the type of people that are coming in and out of that place. It is not a place you ever want to go. <laughs> I feel bad. You know, spend like spend like three or four hours in one of the booths in there. Check out who comes and goes. Trust me, you don't want to. You know, I, feel- I did some reconnaissance. I you know I was in there for like three, four, or five days, just like just checking out the clientele, seeing what kind of people were in there. Can you imagine if you if you were at someone's house and you found a notebook and you opened it up and it was. 
meticulous notes of everyone who's walked in and out of a porn theater. I'm doing so. <laughs> oh my god! We're doing no, 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 no! I don't go I, in. I'm just I, monitoring. I'm monitoring it for the for the community. I want to know who's coming and going for the community. There's all, there's all sorts of. Like, I'm not allowed in the parking lot, so I do have to do it. There's from the all bushes. sorts of stories about uh, uh, illicit goings on and and the people that do do um uh stakeouts or whatever yeah. for it and it's all just like it's all just an excuse to be horny like <laughs> like yeah. like the, like uh the the like uh, the red light district in san francisco like they like invented the modern pornography industry in yeah. san francisco and there's these like there's these two like monstrous brothers that that ran it all. <laughs> There's like the dollop did an episode about it. The dollop did an episode about it, and these two brothers came back from a trip to New York one time, and they they came back and they were like, guys, we're we're going to revolutionize the porn industry from what we saw in New York, and then the employees are like, what? And he's like. You could touch it. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? <laughs> so he found it. He went to it. The, these two brothers went to a theater in New York where a woman laid on her back and just a line of men sniffed their vaginas. <laughs> <laughs> and they came back like, we're going to revolutionize. We've seen some wild shit out there. What are you there? talking about? But but then <laughs> there's, sto- there's, these all, there's crazy stories of police being like, We've completed a three-year investigation. What do you mean three-year <laughs> investigation? It took you three. We completed a three-year, $30 million investigation into the porn industry. Why did I, I it take you so I know long? that's a big deal with, like, um, when when people get in trouble for, like, underage stuff. Like, the police constantly have to tell people, like, you cannot say that you were, like, looking for it to turn in people <laughs> yeah, or report yeah. it. That doesn't, that doesn't count. Uh. No. Because like I don't, you see all these like amateur vigilantes who are like, yeah, yeah, I tried to entrap child molesters so I could kill them or whatever. Yeah, <laughs> that's crazy. <man>. What <laughs> they uh, uh, what was I just watching? A guy, a guy talked to like an amateur, uh, yeah, an amateur vigilante who was like trying to entrap people online. It's like, no, stop! St- what are you doing? <laughs> yeah, uh, let, like, let the police spend thirty million dollars in four like, years to do that. I there love. Was, oh, go on. There was a. Uh, there was like a navy base in Newport, Rhode Island, and this this oh, where the Newport Jazz Festival the is. New, yeah, where the Newport Jazz Festival is. No, like the head of the navy there was obsessed. Like he was he was obsessed with the idea that some of his men in the navy base were having sex with each other. He couldn't get out of his right. brain, <laughs> so he enlisted like a secret uh, group of of men in the navy to solicit other men into having sex and he like so he made this whole secret operation <laughs> of guys who were like like yeah i'll go undercover sucking and fucking and like, and like <laughs> he just get, he he greenlit all these dudes that do what he didn't want to happen yeah. it's like a crazy story i I, yeah. I do not ascribe to the the thinking that like Oh, if someone's super homophobic, they're actually gay. Because I, I just don't, I don't think that's true, and I think that is dismissive of people who are hateful. Yeah, 
But there, that is such that an guy, example of like, I want to fuck all the Navy I so bad. I, I, I hate it, and I don't. Who do I hire to do it? So mad! It makes me so, mad. Me, makes me so mad that they're sucking and, and fucking. I, I have to like, hire all these young and like, men. And I hate them, but I want to suck I'm and gonna, fuck them too. And God damn it! I'm gonna hire everyone to do it, and it'll make me feel like kind of fucking. They're gonna fucking. They want to fuck. They want to do whatever. They want to do what I can't. They want to. They gotta fucking do it. They gotta fucking suck in my own money. I'm sitting here as a good boy. I've never sucked. They're fucked. They've done anything untoward. And they're just flaunting. They're flaunting out there, sucking and fucking and having the time of their life. Just go fuck the Navy. I know. Never rocked. Just some guy getting mad at other people. I want to just fucking. So I love, like. Detective fiction and mystery writing and stuff. Those are novels that I like reading a lot, and I, 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 it's one of my favorite genres. And the private detective, as portrayed in literature and movies, is so cool. And it's this kind of like dirtbag street level person who's just like another another genre of thing where where the the entire genre is based on a man like uh, acting inappropriately with clients. Yeah. <laughs> And, but like ultimately, the private detective in most of these stories is 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 uh, living by a moral code, right? So they'll like lie and cheat and whatever. But at the end, they give back the money. Yeah. They did it for the right reasons. In real life, private detectives are just like like I I'm I know somebody I'm, I'm related to someone who who did it, and it's just like we're gonna pay you uh, some money to like sit outside a guy on disability's house to see if he actually yeah. like lifts his TV up. Cause if yeah. he does, we can take it away or whatever. Yeah. It's just insurance companies being like, yeah, if you see them moving around, we can take their insurance away or whatever. <laughs> didn't, didn't, Ah, oh, never mind. I don't want to. I don't want to say anybody's name. <laughs> I, think, I think we know somebody that briefly did that and then realized what they were doing. <laughs> like <laughs> fucking people over. I, I, it's so depressing. It's yeah. like, all right, just sit in this parking lot for, I don't know, 15 hours straight. We'll pay 11 bucks an hour. And just like, if you see someone who's collecting disability, <laughs> if you see that guy get out of his wheelchair, get him. <laughs> when, when I was like, right, uh, you're going to sit out in this parking lot for 36 straight hours. And if you see that guy get out of his wheelchair, <laughs> once go get him. When I was like 19 case for 30 years, like maybe he's just in the wheelchair. Dude. <laughs> when I was like, ni- my, my 19, entire uh, career was following this one guy around. And it turns out he really wasn't that wheelchair. <laughs> when I was like 19 or 20, I dated a girl who's like her part time gig was just going to try to buy alcohol with with somebody and like just she was like the the person who got fines for all the liquor stores around Detroit because she wow. just went in as a 20 year old and tried to buy alcohol if they sold her she went out to the car and was with like this like cop person or whatever I didn't date her very long I no. didn't know she did this when I started dating her but uh what a fucked up job what a terrible what a fucked thing. Up job right? I put my kids through college pretending to be an underage <laughs> <laughs> I was so one time. Okay. Funny yeah. One time I was uh, I was a forty-year-old man pretending to be underage. I was a professional snitch for thirty years. I we were I playing. I look young. We were playing Hey Mister. At, like we were at my my friend's house, and we like his his neighbor like just looked like a dirtbag, and it was like eleven eleven thirty at night. And we were it was the height of four locos when they still had caffeine, oh, and we were like eighteen, and we were like. Like, hey, dude, like he was outside smoking cigarette. I'm like, dude, will you go to the 7-Eleven? Will you come with us and like buy us some shit? He was like, yeah, will you guys give me some some weed or some cash or whatever? And I was like, yeah, we got weed. We'll give you weed or whatever. And there's a 7-Eleven like 
in in the our line of sight. We can see it. Yeah. And we're like, awesome, great. And he goes, yeah, but not that 7-Eleven. Can't go in there. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> so we're like, all right, dude, we'll drive you to the... <laughs> Can't go in there. Uh-oh. Like, all right, dude, we'll drive you to the other 7-Eleven. There's one like a mile down the road. So we like drove this dude to the 7-Eleven. He's, he's probably in his 30s, just a dirtbag. Yeah. He goes inside. We give him like 20 bucks or whatever. I see him buying a hot dog with it. <laughs> like, we're in the car. He's in the window. I'm like, whatever. He's he's buying us a shit ton of four locos. It's fine. And he's in there a long time, and he's talking to the guy a long time. And then I'm like, what is he doing? And all of a sudden, I see him, like, <laughs> getting, like, raising his arms oh, and shit. No. And then he's screaming at the guy. <laughs> oh, no. He kept yelling and yelling and yelling. The guy was yelling back at him. And he came out with the shit, and he, like, threw it in the car. He's like, Fuck that guy! I'm not going. I'm not going to go. Bit. I'm not going in this one anymore either. Oh my god! <laughs> I was like, oh my god! I was like, what is this guy doing in all these Seven uh, Elevens? Did you ever? Did he ever tell you what he was? What the argument was about? No, I was like, what was that? He's like, don't it, don't, don't worry about. Don't worry about. I'm not going don't there anymore. Worry about. He was like, he did. He was like, you guys got any pills? <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> We're like, I was like, I just, I graduated high school a yeah, month ago. You know, what, you know what part of my life is done? <laughs> Getting into cars with people like that. I, I've been there and I won't ever, I there, like, that's you, part of growing you're, up. You're, thir- you're, you're 33. We're, we're all, we're all yeah. you know, 30. If, if some 18 year olds are like, will you get in the car and come buy us booze? Hell I'd be like, no. I would be not. like, I get the fuck away from me, you <laughs> child. I don't even want to be seen like, talking hey, to you. Hey, kids, you got pills or whatever? Let me in there. <laughs> yeah. There's, uh, that's not part this 7 Eleven. That's like part of growing up is figuring out ways to not be in situations <laughs> like that anymore. I used oh, to yeah. love it. Yeah. <laughs> that was my oh, favorite. Yeah. That was the best thing that could happen. Dude, I'm in I, someone's um, car an hour from my house, and I'm like, I don't know. We'll, we'll, we'll figure it out. There was a Toledo from my mom and dad. So I, we, uh, I'm in somebody's car. I've had to pee for 45 minutes, and it feels like I might have to throw up. I'm doing great. We're going somewhere. I don't know the person driving's name. Yeah. <laughs> that guy, this this guy, this guy who got in our car is significantly older than us, and he said like three or four things that might be borderline <laughs> uncomfortable. But hey, we're living. We'll drive across state lines. We're living. This guy's, we, um... sm- this guy's breath smells like shit, and he's wearing a t-shirt with three curse words on it. I think we're having the best night of our lives. I had a friend in high school who would um, uh, towards the towards the end of high school he figured out that he could fit in in a big gulp he could fit a four loco and a Red Bull and then fill it up with Slurpee. (laughs) (laughs) He did that every fucking day. That's incredible. It was one of the most incredible grifts I've ever seen in my life. He would be like, just go talk to the guy at the the counter. I'll be fine. And he'd come up with a big, because the big gulps were not clear. They were full. And he'd come up with a big, full, big gulp every fucking day. And like he would get, he would hide a four loco and a big Red Bull in there. You don't have that is that. (laughs) I remember like I, like I was in college at the height of Red Bull mania. Yeah. And then all these kids my age were having heart attacks. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, this, yeah. This does, so adding more caffeine to the mix right. does not seem like a smart idea. No. It is. It, uh, it, regular four logo doesn't give me the kick anymore. I need to jack it up a little bit. <laughs> I remember being, I truly remember feeling devastated yeah. that four loco was not like you couldn't. Get, I was like, oh, it's no. The same. It's what do you mean? Same. Like, there's nothing crazier than like. Yeah, just that jolt of now energy. No, it's just alcoholic juice. It's not the same. <laughs> now it's just some malt beverage. Yeah. There was there when I was in college. There was a, a, a forty called four o 
that was like two percent higher than any other one and it was it was like a bug 50 <laughs> it's like just disgust like it was one of the most disgusting drinks i'd ever had but it was like you drink I two would, of these and be I would fucked drink up. The plastic yeah. ones. Yeah, yeah. What the fuck was I? What, were the, what was the like the Mad Dog or yeah, whatever? Yeah, like Mad like Dog and shit. Steel Reserve. Mad yeah. Dog. Mad oh, Dog was those. the hobo wine. That yeah. like sugar wine shit. That like oh yeah makes 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 my tummy hurt just thinking about you get that rot shit. Gut. Rot gut. Jack Kerouac and in, in like all those books, he's like, yeah, I drank a jug of the bad wine. I got rot gut. <laughs> <laughs> I drank a ten cent jug of wine. <laughs> ten cent jug of wine. It's, I don't buy wine by the jug. <laughs> <laughs> Ten cent jugs of wine, like it's it's always funny to me when you see like a jug, like 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 somebody who who does like the jug style, flip it over your arm and drink like oh, that God. or whatever. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. yeah. And you just know, like, oh, that person is a Rossi that person is a different level of drinker than than anybody yeah. else I know. That like that still exists. It, that that type of guy still exists, but not quite the same. Like, yeah. Like like. <laughs> That level of dirtbag, like artistic dirtbag. Jack Kerouac. I remember. I loved him in high school. I loved his books, and it made me want to travel. And I was uh, whatever. I remember reading a book, like something Allen Ginsberg wrote, and he was like talking about Jack Kerouac in his later years. Like he was living with his mom in Florida. He was like in his forties, and like we went to visit him. He was just so bummed out. Like we took turns sucking his dick. He didn't even like, seem, like he cared about it. He was there was something really wrong with him. Then he just died of like being a dumb old alcoholic know, like know, shortly man. after our buddy our buddy was really bummed that like we were all hanging out in the living room <laughs> he was laying down he was sweating really hard he, he like he couldn't open his eyes uh, he wasn't really responding we, we all sucked his dick like he wasn't even getting like I usually get him, that works that usually works i like i, I couldn't ginsburg even get him hard i couldn't even like, get him hard ginsburg being like i don't know he seemed bummed out we took to him like he didn't even yeah, he was just he like was whatever like, he seemed you know like, like we thought that would cheer him up yeah i thought that would cheer him up like and then i got a little offended like you're not gonna get hard if i suck your dick like <laughs> Can you imagine going to someone's a forty something year old's mom's house where he lives, sucking his dick and be like, Oh man, he's not even enjoying it. Hey, 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 Mrs. Kerouac Mrs. Kerouac Jack Jack, Jack Jack doesn't seem very appreciative of me sucking. Do you wanna do you wanna come give it a whack? Like maybe you can cheer uh, Can you speak? Jack can you say can you tell your can you tell your mom in French like that you don't that you're that we are upset that you're yeah. enjoying? Oh, damn. Can you <laughs> It's like I don't know, all those books he like he goes out on the road for three months and then he goes and lives with his mom for a year yeah. and just like does amphetamines and writes it. He's like, Time to go back out on the road for two months. He's like, I'm go live to go slowly kill myself again. <laughs> and then he's like, by the time it all happens for him, he's like I'm like just a big unrecognizable alcoholic who has no connection to any of the kids who are out being hippies or yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah. Like oh, when Jack Kerouac and his buddies and all that stuff happens like when they're in college at Columbia in the 40s, and then by the 60s, he's like, I don't even like it when Alan Ginsberg sucks my ticket. <laughs> I'm so disconnected. I, I can't even feel it when my best friend sucks my dick. I read this crazy book. I don't know. You know, like, my buddy's really bummed out. <laughs> my, my buddy's really down in the dumps. So I'll give him, like, a reach-around hand. Usually it chippers him right up. I read like, a memoir this guy wrote where he went to a college founded by Allen Ginsberg and like William S. Burroughs in probably the seventies or, or early eighties in Boulder, Colorado. And 
he was the only student. Oh. At this, and it's just this memoir of him hanging out with like an almost dead William S. Burroughs and like Ginsburg and shit. He's like, yeah, I was 18. I was just living in this Buddhist college for writers, and I was the only student there. Mm. Like, what a fucked up thing. Yeah. yeah that, if yeah. you're the only student at your college, something's bad. Something's yeah, wrong. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> That's not college. Yeah, I, I got into U of M, and I'm the only one I'm there. The only one. I, my freshman year dorm was me and a, and a, and a <laughs> dying old poet. <laughs> a dying old poet who, like, he said uh, his breakfast geez. was dick sucking. <laughs> He said Jack Kerouac. I think that's where I read that. I read, like I think in that memoir, he's like, "Yeah, Ginsburg said like they tried to suck his dick and didn't like." <laughs> I don't know. Oh, didn't work. I wasn't even happy about it. That was medicine to them. <laughs> yeah, it, for beat poets, that's all you had. Yeah, that's you know, like l- leeching somebody. That's not working. <laughs> you, you can't leech the pain out. You got to suck it out. And it's crazy. You think like. The, those guys like are like oh hippie drug culture whatever but it's like all they had was like weed and cheap wine and then William Burroughs was just doing a bunch of morphine yeah. or whatever yeah what a bad vibe that is like <laughs> oh, cheap wine we have a little bit of bad weed and this guy doesn't <laughs> William Burroughs was like legacy wealthy because his grandfather had invented the cash register yeah <laughs> <laughs> My uh, my grandpa invented a box that you keep money in, <laughs> like all the buttons that and the president's got a drawer or whatever. I invented that. Yeah, my family went to Harvard. My, on that. my family's wealthy because my grandpa figured out how to <laughs> put money in a box. I don't know. He's genius. Yeah, he's a genius. Like he before did, that, a wing of Harvard. Before that, him. every convenience store just kept all their money out in loose piles <laughs> on the counter. <laughs> <laughs> like garage sale yeah, style. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> got garage sales like but before that the the convenience order just kept all of his money in rubber bands in a in an apron in his front pocket. You know what I've had as a kid is like a little change bank <laughs> like the individual. I didn't have it like uh, the yeah. clip, but I had a change bank yeah. and I thought it was so cool. <laughs> Can you imagine being in a situation where you need to make that kind of change <laughs> on the fly? Yeah. <laughs> the the cha- yeah, the change dispenser on the on the belt is a very funny thing. Back my the uh, quarter was like your mortgage payments. My, my, <laughs> it was a big deal. Yeah. One of my first like actual jobs that I got hired for was working at IHOP. I was uh, I was a dishwasher. Hell yeah! And then there was this there was this one. Uh, yeah, hell yeah. There I lived was, above it. I have for oh, a while. Yeah. There was this one waiter that worked there who fucking just he strapped a coin change maker to his oh to his God. belt. And he was the biggest dick to me, washing dishes, man. And I, I just remember thinking, like, that's the kind of guy you're thinking of right now. He's exactly yep. that guy. Like, you don't need to do that, dude. Uh, it's 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 remarkable. To, Did either of your grandparents have an old cash register in their house? Uh, I feel like I my I, grandpa my 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 one of my grandpas had a, a like a bar in his basement. I feel like he might have had like a novelty one. My grandparents had a bar in yeah. their basement, and I feel like they might have. I can't yeah, remember. he he had like <laughs> a. He was like basement a, bar rocks. We gotta get back into that. Oh yeah, uh, I moved out of a place that had a basement bar, and my so it was like two blocks from Baker Street, which is like a legendary like jazz blues yeah. club in Detroit, uh, and it's been there forever. And it's within walking distance of this house I lived in. My buddy bought it, and I moved in with him. The basement. Was he's he's got to fix it up because uh, it's all it's like kind of rotting, mm-hmm. but there's a giant white plush leather bar 
down there. Yeah. Well, that was an after hour. Yes. Was, so oh my so you, there's a side entrance. There's disused security cameras all the way around the house that aren't yep. hooked up anymore. There's this huge plush bar down there. And in the back corner, there's a tiny room in the corner with two-way mirror glass. Oh, and there's a no. bank of old TVs down there. So it was absolutely That's a bad energy. <laughs> I, know, I know. I thought this there would was... be like a place where like like jazz musicians could go. Like I do think a it was. Little... I... That's like a place where you... for what it looks like to me. I think that they were gambling down there. Yeah, I think that I think it was like people would go to Baker Street till two or whatever, and then come illegally gamble in the basement of this house. Yeah, I that's lived actually kind of cool. I thought it's it was fucking... like a, I thought it could be a work fuck situation. No, I don't. No, no, uh, no. There was just like a security hutch back there. Like all the TVs. Uh, yeah, I think I think it was money. That'd be cool. Yeah. Damn, we should start a gambling after hours. There should. Be, yeah, we have a lot of the resources yeah, to do that. Of, of all the after hours, gambling excites me the least. I'll be honest. I'll be honest. Uh, for a while, there was like I don't want to go get the the worst thing you could do is go get fucked up until two a.m. and then go gamble. That's a that's bad. I used to date someone who I would I would end up at the casino. With them several nights a week. Ugh. What a depressing thing. Uh, there was a while where Michigan had, like, <clears throat> they they were allowing, like, poker rooms at bowling alleys and stuff. Yeah. And they were also allowing, like, other table games for a while. There was, like, blackjack, and they had, like, roulette and shit at just every bar for, like, two years. And all my friends were dealing cards, and they were like, Devin, you should get in on dealing <laughs> blackjack. You just got to learn. So I bought a fucking blackjack shoe. Like that held five decks of cards, bought a shit ton of decks of cards, learned to deal blackjack. And then, yeah. And then they were like, all right, sweet, Devin, we can set you up with a, with an interview. Like you can come do like an audition deal. So I went and did blackjack at the bowling alley. So I, I I was like, I went to go like, I, I like told them and I was like, like, they were like, yeah, come in and whatever. And then right then. Michigan was like, all right, you can only do like one poker table yeah. up to whatever amount of money, which is probably good because a lot yeah. of the people I know who did that are still mixed up in deals. <laughs> like weird shit. Are yeah. like up, like buy so, all their cars cash be, for like weird gambling stuff. I don't know if it's this might be a this might have been something they cracked down on too. But my my mom was like, have you heard of these um, internet cafes like like where a place where you can get on a computer? She's like, well, yeah. But they they are for gambling. Whoa! Like I there so there's businesses around Michigan. It's like set up. Like looks like a place where you where you just get online, like an old internet cafe. But but it's it's like some weird loophole where oh, they're for gambling, like for real money. That's wild. And yeah, yeah. Like, this, all of this middle does school, not seem I like a place out, you should be. All of middle school, I hung out at a place called the MySpace Internet Cafe. Jesus Christ! Hell yeah, dude! It was a it was in a strip mall in Roseville, and I I didn't smoke at the time because I was thirteen. But every weekend, my parents yeah, would, would let me quit, go to right? the strip. <laughs> I had already quit. Every weekend, my parents would let me go to the strip mall filled with. 80 13 year olds smoking cigarettes Ugh. it was run by two women cindy and sherry and they had all these bands come through and play all these scene weenie bands yeah and you know it was like it was the place i went every weekend yeah. sometimes during the week growing up i saw portugal the man there one time i saw mm. it was like my favorite place but it's crazy now to think yeah 
of being a grown person running a strip mall full of children smoking cigarettes. Like truly hey, 80, 80, 13 year old kids <laughs> smoking those cigarettes. Two old women were like, they're going to smoke somewhere. <laughs> yeah. Why not inside why the strip mall why, full of computers? Why not? Crazy. Why not? <clears throat> what a we capital. They're, they're going to smoke somewhere. Look at them. We had no money. Yeah. All they sold was energy drinks. Yeah, I feel bad. <laughs> I would buy balls energy my, drink. My version of that was a place called the Rendezvous Cafe. It was just like a 24 hour diner. And, like, everything in Mesquite closes at 8 p.m., yeah. so the only place you can go at night is this, like, shitty old diner. And it was, like, it was before you couldn't smoke cigarettes yeah. in a place like that. So you walk through, like, the family area, and there's, like, a curtained-off part of the restaurant that was just all these scene kids oh, smoking yeah. cigarettes and drinking coffee at 11.30 at night. There was a Just, Coney like, I, I feel so bad for the... For the wait, like the yeah. wait staff that had to deal with these dirty kids eating, like eating the saltine packets out of there. There was a Coney on Hall Road called Scene Coney, and that's yeah. where you knew they would go after the show to see. My uh, my my version of that was uh, all of the all the hookah lounges. East Dearborn. Oh my god! Yeah, because I, I went to I went to high school yeah. in Dearborn, so we we yeah. 14, 15, 16 years old, bunch of kids just ordering up these fancy ass hookahs, just fucking sitting there for hours and hours <laughs> any night of the week. Just and Sterling Heights, down would hookahs. Let you smoke cigarettes in there too. So yeah, after absolutely. the smoking ban, I could still go in there and smoke. Yeah. <laughs> God, it is like I would go to Telly's, this horrible 24 hours diner, like just to go just to go smoke a cigarette like by myself. What a <laughs> yeah. depressing Yeah, I mean we did that it's at, good we banned the smoking. <laughs> we did that at we used to do that like Ramshorn over yeah. on like on, on uh, uh Telegraph, I think it was on. But I, I waited know. tables uh, midnights at a Ramshorn right after the terrible. smoking ban and I had to constantly take cigarettes out of people's hands. <laughs> yeah, no Yoink No, no, because they're drunk and coming back from the bar. <laughs> yoink. I smoked cigarettes it. in this Ramshorn for thirty years. I'm like, not anymore. Not anymore. <laughs> You guys want to uh, talk app a little bit? Maybe. Maybe. This was a very saying, good. Saying that word when you take a cigarette out of somebody's mouth. Yoink. 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 <laughs> a word uh, from The Simpsons. Is uh, it, uh, yeah, I think the etymology yoink. of yoink is The Simpsons. Yoink. Really? Uh, There's so, a lot of words. Uh, this is uh, season four, episode seven, Marge gets a job. When the house needs expensive repairs, Marge is forced to get a job to help make ends meet. Uh, she's hired at the nuclear power plant, uh, and Mr. Burns quickly becomes attracted. To her. Meanwhile, Bart tries uh, his darndest to get out of taking a test at school. Uh, you guys, this was a good app. This was this, incredibly this funny. This is another, of, another uh, instance of me like accessing my child brain and being like, I, this one is probably not one of the better ones because it it's a, it revolves around a plot that that I'm not going to connect to as an eleven right. year old. Mm-hmm. It, you know, it's about it's about like. Uh, like a boss who is, uh, like, you know, it's about sexual harassment, right? right like, yeah. Uh, Mr. Burns has an inappropriate obsession with Marge, who gets a job, mm-hmm. and like as an eleven-year-old, that that is such a such an foreign idea to me that it like I don't have a strong connection to this episode, but I laughed a ton. What a yeah, whopper of an app. It's weird because it's only kind of about sexual harassment, like. Yeah. That is what happens, but it's also just as much about like Homer not wanting to work with his wife. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. this app was very, very, very well paced. I mean, not a lot happened, but it was just like like as far as plot goes. As far as plot goes, not a lot happened. This app cared about the jokes more. They than cared the about the jokes. Yeah, the, they. Marsh doesn't get. Um, 
a job at the plant until like 10 minutes into a 22 yeah, like, minute episode yep. and the first 10 minutes is just just a it's just like high power like peak homer being yeah. as funny of an idiot as possible God, yep. it's incredible in this episode um the he's the, the almost the dumbest he ever so is. The, they <laughs> the foundation of their house collapses and homer gets a six-hour vhs tape to fix your own foundation thing yeah. and uh troy mcclure is taking him through step by step and it starts and he's like all right all excited to start and the those steps are coming too fast and it is so funny it's to so watch funny. it it's like it, it's like the lucy bit of the the chocolates coming down the conveyor belt too fast homer tried to keep up with this yeah instructional video i was laughing so and hard. he was asking questions and it he just was covered. asking questions uh, to a video and then finally and like you can't find a metal uh metal uh, uh stucco lathe yeah that's fine use a composite stucco and lathe like and he's like more, oh. more flustered <laughs> and more and more flustered he's he's a sample of words. lemon time soap <laughs> yeah. in the mail and he immediately grabs it out of marge's hand and drinks it and she goes homer that it's dish soap and he goes yeah but what are you gonna do <laughs> what are you gonna do yeah but what do you i <laughs> like, love just not drink it uh he's laying on the couch and he's like oh i wish i could retire uh and it's just that he's laying uh on the couch looking up at the ceiling head on a pillow and he goes i wish i could retire and a thought bubble appears of himself <laughs> and it's literally just him laying on the couch with his head on a pillow that's stacked above iconic himself. i think yeah. about that all the time great, great bit great bit the the foundation guy that comes and gives him an estimate says it's going to cost $8,500 to fix. And Homer, Homer's like, we have $500 in the bank. That leaves 8,000 we need. <laughs> the guy doing the, the job is Surly Joe's yeah. foundation. That is definitely a Conan O'Brien joke. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Surly Joe's foundation, and he's like, uh, oh, you're not the only foundation guy in town, and he opens up to the advertisement, <laughs> the and it just says, Surly Joe's the only foundation guy Homer in town. doesn't want Marge to get a job, <laughs> and he's like, you know what they say in the Bible, don't, thou shalt not get involved. Don't, I got it right here. I wrote it down. Thou shalt not horn in on thy husband's racket. <laughs> <laughs> and then horn she in. goes... Where does it say racket? And he goes, it's in it's there. It's in there. It's in there. Thou shalt not hoard in on thy husband's racket. Is I like funny... also the whole bit of um, the whole bit of Lisa faking Marge's uh, resume is very, very, very funny. Yeah. Yeah. They let that run through the whole. They really too. did. Because Marge writes a resume and the only thing on there is homemaker 1980 to present. And then Lisa adds in a bunch of stuff. Uh, and then when one of my favorite, I think I, in Swahili. Yeah, one of my favorite bits of the episode, I think, is when uh, Skinner's reading the application, and he goes, "Oh, I thought Muddy Waters wrote that song." <laughs> Very funny. I love. There's just a random sequence of uh, Bart imagining what it means for Marie and Pierre Curie to have radiation poisoning and he, and he imagines them like kaiju like godzilla yeah. lasering in over france and they're like oh my god cool. yeah. <laughs> what there's a like, cool way to think about those two dead scientists yeah there's like three or four like uh daydream sequences in this that are really funny i love the curies because they appear on one of my favorite wikipedia articles of all time uh people killed by their own inventions <laughs> it's a good list if you ever have time <laughs> yeah the segway guys on there they're like he the, didn't invent it but he was the ceo the of guy is on there <laughs> yeah, yeah you can't yeah, like I he was him. the first guy he that's why it says you can't ingest gack on the <laughs> <laughs> only, i gotta test i gotta yeah. know i gotta know the forbidden goop. <laughs> the the forbidden forbidden goop. goop. <laughs> i had the bright orange gack that was the gack i had what a, why, that's 
they don't market that to give any more gig gag gig. That's nineties energy. I know, just like another wet lick, like another wet something putty. to get in your carpet. Another wet putty this, that's somehow yeah. dry. Oh, is silly putty not wet enough for you? Gag. You ever get like and, a stretch like Armstrong? The big thing was oh like yeah, it made noise. Yeah, because it had it had like it was the like noises a, Darren was making earlier. It was like a star, like a starfish shaped container, yeah. so you could thumb thumb one of the holes and make it fart noise. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta get I some. Gag. Say power. I'm, I'm gonna buy some right now. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's go. Let's all get some gag. I got. I like. Uh, I need to refresh in my thinking putty and the the vibe dead because it's starting to get a little gnarly. We're, we get that on everything. Yeah. I uh, for I got fo- that all for, over fo- for folks at home. I have several containers of. Uh, what's called thinking putty in the vibe den. Not a lot of thinking with that putty. Um, so it's for, I think it's for folks like me who uh, are, so, are so undiagnosed ADHD that they, they can't focus on any one thing at any one time. So if I'm feeling a little too overstimulated, I'll just grab some thinking putty and it'll, it'll help me get back on track. Yeah. Thinking putty rocks. I, Holy I, moly, there's a second. Okay, this this is crazy. I looked up Gak. <laughs> this is a list of toys created by the popular children's network, Nickelodeon. There are two sections. Okay. Compounds, other toys. <laughs> <laughs> Compounds, green slime, green slime shampoo, green slime liquid soap. <laughs> Compound. What does that mean? Compounds. Gak. Gak in the dark. I, uh, Solar Gak. Smell my Gak. Smell my Gak. Ew. Ew. <laughs> With scents including pickles, flowers, vanilla ice cream, buttered popcorn, hey. sunscreen, hot dog, pepperoni, what pizza, do you and get baby a, What do you get a big whiff of my sunscreen flavored gag? <laughs> it's, what? It's not gag. It's called smell my gay. You know, you know what activity these... says gag vac? You know what's a really vacuum holding... that sucks gag up and spits it out? <laughs> gag inflator, gag copier, gag voids, gag color mixers, gag super stretch, mood gag, uh, gag twisted, galactic gag. You uh, you guys like my house? I made my nut selling <laughs> compounds to children. <laughs> Flom, Flom. Oh, I remember sports, Flom, Flom too. Flight, Flom, Flom was factory, like, Flom kit, go Flom. Flom, Flom was Flom like dome. if you aerated gag. <laughs> Zog logs. <laughs> Zog logs? Smud. Smud! I don't These are just made up words. I swear to God, it was a Nickelodeon Mattel compound that was like Play-Doh, but was firmer. Floam floam was like foam that floated. (laughs) Floam, it was like, it was like they, um, uh, yeah, just pumped a bunch of air into Gak and made it lighter. Oh my goodness, that's just really funny. Squand. (laughs) Squand? Sand. You know what I bet that is? Squishy sand. Uh, yeah. Goose, you gag splat balls. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta, you gotta go to the Nickelodeon. They don't make. They don't make I don't, maybe they splat do. balls. Some do of these just, are from 2013. They do still just make just shit for kids to make a mess with. This compound's called Smatter. Oh God, that is. I gotta so buy my funny. kids some Smatter. Squeeze, splish, splash, <laughs> splish, splat. You see these? Um, you see these marble tabletops? I squand bought these marble tabletops. <laughs> hey, hey, son, son, are you enjoying your time at Cornell? You know what's putting you through <laughs> Cornell? Floam. <laughs> so, Smud. so if you, I've, if I ever hear you besmirch fo- floam again, never besmirch foam. Never besmirch floam. This is called putting Zy- you through Cornell. Foam, and it's a modeling Christ. compound that was like a cross between floam and play doh. <laughs> Thank God, I was wondering if they were ever going to get to that. 
Other Holy toys, moly. there are not time blast or alarm clock. <laughs> Holy moly, that's wild. That is crazy. The other toys section is like three things. Most of Nickelodeon's toys were compounds. compounds. Chemicals. I'm selling my kid a compound. Yeah. That's nuts. <laughs> I, so That rocks. <laughs> that rocks. So I, I never thought of myself as somebody with ADHD because I'd never been diagnosed or never, you know, even went to – I never thought I had a problem with my brain. <laughs> and there's like a, a psychiatrist that perf- used to perform with me at Pointless. And uh and he we were talking about brain stuff or whatever and uh he just like offhand was like uh he's talking about ADD and he's like, "Well, you, like you know Andy." Like, and I was like, "Whoa, whoa, 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 whoa. What are you talking about?" <laughs> he's like, "Well, you've got attention deficit disorder." Like, I, I, whoa, whoa, whoa. Like, I, like, like <laughs> what do you, you mean? Yeah. I I like uh I don't have a deficit of deten- like I was I t- I think the exact quote I said to him was like I don't have a deficit of deten- of, of attention. If anything, I can pay attention to way too much stuff. And he was like that's literally that's literally what it is. You just like you just verbalized the definition. You invented it. Yes. <laughs> That is very funny. Like, <laughs> I, if any, I don't have a deficit of attention. If what? anything, I'm paying attention to way too many things at one time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, man, we know. <laughs> yeah, we know. I, because I, I, I was convinced that if anything, I had like attention surplus because I could att- pay attention to more stuff. So I got home and I googled attention surplus disorder, and it is a thing. But it, you can pay attention to one thing way too much, like, uh. Like, um, like paint drying or like you, like one chip on the wall, you could just stare at that for four hours, like considering what it means that there's a chip in your paint on the wall. That's attention <laughs> surplus disorder, which is not what I have no, you at have, all. You have the opposite. <laughs> I have the opposite. I, I, I have some of the most attention. <laughs> I can't like, but that's like a real, like if somebody sees like. That would be very difficult. Uh, yeah, like some hair, like some cat hair on the ground, and just look at that for three and a half hours. I got hours. lost in the cat hair for a while. <laughs> That's attention <laughs> surplus disorder. Uh, I guess, don't have that. I so I came to terms with the fact that I probably do. Oh yeah, ADD. yeah. No, I. We're, this is <laughs> this, this is, is the shouting this is show. Called, this is called ADD. The show. You guys got uh, you guys got favorite jokes on this one? Holy cannoli! I know jokes. we're this is a getting tough one. there. Um. Yeah, we didn't oh talk gosh. about this episode enough, but it was, it was incredibly funny. Just watch it. <laughs> just, just watch it. it. Like good that's that's kind of the, every every time we go, like we didn't talk about this enough. Let's just watch it. There's a runner through this. I, this is a, this is my favorite joke. But Homer is describing working at the plant to Marge, and he's like. Um, there's this guy that doesn't speak English very well. His name's Tibor. And if you ever get in trouble, just blame it on him. It works for me all the time. And then throughout the episode, <laughs> uh, we hear Tibor a little more and he's climbing up the ladder. And by the end of the episode, Tibor is Homer's supervisor. <laughs> That's just so funny that he's just this guy that Homer blames shit on. And by the end of the episode, he's, he is responsible for Homer's job. I thought that was a great That's bit. Funny. I, I loved the, uh, the dish soap one. The dish yeah. show bit is a it's a lemon. Uh, they give us a lemon sample. He takes the dish show. He starts chugging it, uh, and Marge goes, "That's dish show." And Homer just goes, "Now eh, what are you gonna do?" Funny <laughs> bit. I think, I th- I think my favorite. I don't know. There are a lot of great jokes this episode. I think my favorite is them going to see Lionel Hutz. We also this is an episode where we get Troy oh, McClure yeah. and Lionel Hutz, which is that's true. You know, two of my favorites. Um, 
they go to see him and he gets really fired up that he has a client. He goes, you want a belt of scotch? And Mark's like, it's 930 in the morning. He's like, yeah, but I haven't slept in days. <laughs> yeah. You know, what? I might peels uh, it back. I might, I might change my joke. I honestly, I think that my favorite joke now that I'm just remembering it is, uh, show her a good time. And then oh, uh, yeah. Homer responds with Marge, we're going to go get drive through and do it twice. Yeah. We're getting time, that's that's Homer's version of the time. I, I show her the time of, of her anything life. Anything worse than eating a bunch of fast food and trying to smash? <laughs> All right, best time. We're gonna go, go get some takeout. And we're gonna do it. Twice. Let's go get. Let's go get bellies full of McDonald's and then fuck two times. Let's go to Hardee's and oh, let's, let's get a yeah. big Buford at Checkers and let's, let me cram it. In. Let's get around a big butter burgers from, from Culver's. Culver's. Let's get some butter burgers from Culver's with some pull over on the side of the highway. <laughs> uh, we'll get butter burgers, cheese curds, and friggin' concretes, whatever that shit <laughs> fucking custard things are. There's no, there's nothing worse than a belly cement from, from Culver's. I think my favorite. I think my favorite was the instructional video. That was so funny. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> what a good one. You guys got a uh, what, what are we doing? Are you changing your favorite oh, app? Man, I don't think I'm changing my favorite episode, but this is maybe the funniest. This, this is the hardest I've laughed. I, I, I I'm gonna do it. I yes, am gonna change it. Oh hell yeah, I am. I, honestly, this was the funniest app so far, and I think uh, I don't know. There, it wasn't like it doesn't have the heart that I would want, but I think it's made up for. And I laughed the entire time through this yeah. episode. I mean, this was just a funny episode of TV. I enjoyed this one the most, even without um, like a heavy heart side of it. There was enough romance. I mean, yeah. enough like, you know, I think Homer sticking up for Marge at the end in his fucking Homer way was was enough heart to make it to make yeah. it worthy of of being my favorite episode so far. I think. So where are we right now? You uh, are. I am at this. I was at, uh, I think I was at Lisa the Beauty Queen. Right, you I'm were at Homer the, the Heretic. Yeah. I think, man, I think that this is my favorite Homer that I've seen yet. Yeah. Just like the unapologetic, dumb idiot. Uh, like they got, they just nailed him this episode. Yeah. I la like, I, yeah, I think it's the funniest one yet, but I, I was going to stick with Homer the Heretic. Yeah. Are you like, sticking with Beauty Queen? Yeah, I'll stick with it. This all was right, a funny one. All this, was a, yeah. this was this, a laugher. This was like this. Yeah, like I like this might be the funniest one yet, but I just I don't know that like as a, an overall episode, it was the best one yet. Yeah. 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 Well, we did it. We guys, did it. You guys got any sponsors? Uh, yeah, I, I want to thank uh, my compound that I'm putting out <laughs> um, called WAD. <laughs> it's just so wild. Uh, <laughs> don't quote me on that. I, uh, what? It's just, it's just some, some new goop. Who gives a shit? Just barking a new goop. We they, they keep saying Nickelodeon new goop. Oops, <laughs> a couple weeks ago. Oops, new oops, goop. New, oops, new goop is uh, is. Uh, there's so that means that for the last 25 years, Mick, Nick, Nickelodeon has had scientists working on ways to make a different goop. <laughs> I'm a PhD. It's uh, in goopology. Goopology. <laughs> I uh, uh, my sponsor this week is uh, uh, it's like that mesothelioma ad that you see late right. night. We're we're looking. It's a class action lawsuit for children affected negatively by different types of goop. Okay. from Nickelodeon. Yeah. If you if you if your brain or uh, other physical chemistry has been brain or other <laughs> brain or other body parts has been somehow negatively affected. 
by uh, Nickelodeon, Gak, Splat, Floam, Cyberlog, Zoglogs. Zoglogs. I can't get over Zoglogs. Make a real one. Uh, please contact us and uh, get in on this. Cool. Uh, my my sponsor is uh, America's newest fast food chain, uh, Ginsburger King, for when <laughs> blowing your friend just doesn't cheer him up. <laughs> Drive through Ginsburger King. <laughs> get a real whopper. Get a real whopper at Ginsburger King. A howling good time. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's there, we go. Yeah, there we go. There we go. That's a Ginsburg yeah. joke. Yeah. yeah. All right. Yeah, loving. That guy was famous for just going to different campuses and getting hand jobs. <laughs> <laughs> they just, yeah. sold, just sold bad moisture to children. Yeah. <laughs> rich doing it. All right. You guys, uh, we'll see you next week with the new kid on the block. And oh. some new children's moisture. Yeah. Some <laughs> of the wettest stuff that we could possibly sell to kids. Uh, see you next week, everybody. Can, can, can you make a fart noise? Yeah. Viscera. Is this too, is, Jostled in the viscera. Is this too wet? It can never be too wet. <laughs> Homerphilia is a member of the Planet Ant Podcast Network and was created by Andy Reid and Devin Rosenau. Developed by Andy Reid, Devin Rosenai, and Darren Shelton with technical production by Darren Shelton. For more information on this program, go to homophilia.com.